0: We will have in the morning and also the talks in the evening will be about the practice of metta meditation, loving kindness. <coughs> I am sure also that you are aware of uh, how technical we have come to classify and organize a natural practice, like loving kindness is so natural. How we Came to make a method or how we can use that as a technique. So we remember, we have to remember that uh, these techniques or methods are just ways to help us maybe develop a little bit more of uh, specific qualities of mind. So uh, it's a natural process, it's not so much technical. So the practice of loving-kindness is also a meditation subject, included in the field of a Samatha practice. So we have many subjects of meditation for developing concentration of the mind, and Metta is one of them. So. Uh, when later if you like to look at the charts that we're giving to you then in the page number one we have the the four mains of the four main modes of mindfulness and then also we have a mnemonic term and then you will notice that uh, in the box number three in the samatha (coughs) meditation then the mnemonic the word that is used to uh, identify or To describe the practice is surrendering. So that means in any type of samatha meditation, the mind surrenders to the object on which it is being developed and the the object on which it is dependent. Technically speaking also, on the chart number two, you will see, like the distance from the object, you will see that uh, Samatha is much closer to the other modes of mindfulness in regards in regard to the object. And uh, it's very, very close, and it's almost in the object. And sometimes the object enters the mind itself. So there is no separation, there is complete unity when it is developed to, to its full extent. In the chart also we will see that, that uh, you have two arrows when it comes to the last two boxes. Or the relation to the objects is expressed with two specific arrows where it is written applying and sustaining. So these two words refer to the Pali word, vitakka and wichara. And this is very important because they are the mental factors that initiate the mind towards uh, getting interested to the object. So the initial application that the mind is putting forward in regard to the object is vitakka This is applying. The mind is applying itself towards the object, and then the other one is sustaining. That means vichara. The mind just sustains. So you apply the mind to the object, and then once the object is clearly uh, in in front of the mind, then there is a you, you sustain. The mind is just sustaining itself in regard to the object. So, we have Vitaka and Vichara. And it is interesting also that it can be compared with the two hands, also with the two wings of a bird. So, when the bird is flying off, then the two wings are necessary. So, in regard to our meditation practice, when we develop Samatha, then the two hands have that same purpose in the same way as uh, in the morning or sometimes when you wash your face and then you take a towel also then you take your towel with your two hands and then then you rub your face so either you put your, your face forward in the towel or you bring the towel towards your face so the object of meditation with Samatha, all objects actually have, are being applied and are sustained by the mind, by these two factors. So, this is the technical uh, detail that I wanted to uh, convey to you. Some advantages also that we will see in practicing metta is that uh, especially if we are interested to develop samadhi, that means to develop concentration, very often the objects that we are going to use will be limited, like only one object. For example, if you are watching your breath, then you watch your breath and then you watch your breath and only your breath for the complete sitting or sometimes for the complete day, and then you just have one limited object of observation. Many other subjects of meditation also have the same principle. That means they are limited by way of its, of their uh, uh, individuality. So you just focus on one object again and again. But with the practice of metta, the advantage is that we can juggle with different objects. So if the mind cannot concentrate on one object, then what is the solution? It's by using many objects. So you see, in the the practice that we have, we can start, of course, with ourselves, and then we have, as an object, another person. So we have the image of another person, the face, or, the complete body or the felt-present, but it's a single person. So then this is only one object. If the concentration is not developing so much with that specific being, then we can change another person. And then also we can change another person, then another person. Like that, we can go around and then circle until the mind gets very concentrated just like a horse is you know in the circus the horse is always going around uh, the the kind of circle that uh, uh, they use because it's limited but still it is going around from one point to the other point and then to another point like that we 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 can go around and also uh, we can go around not only with the object but also with the directions so we have people in front we have people on the side people on the back and then on the top and then below all these represent a wide variety of uh, ways to focus our attention also as for the objects also then uh, instead of having a limited object then also when we are uh, in being, where where when we are putting a lot of beings and then we direct our attention in the direction, so at some point we can have we have developed that uh, strong feeling of metta and then also the faces or you know the beings are very clear, so at some point we can decide to use the directions our uh, as our object like uh, all the beings in a specific direction, so then. Because of that, then our attention becomes very wide, very widespread. All the beings in front of me, or all the beings in the back, or all the beings up, up, upward, and things like this. So the directions are a way to uh, bring the mind from limitedness to unlimitedness. Also, the quality of the beings also can be very small, like you give uh, meta to the insects also, and then also beings, also living beings can be of a small size, but also they can be of a a very big size. So, uh, this is another type of variety, and also in regard to the mind, then from being limited, from, from being exclusive, the mind, when it's developed, especially with uh, the practice of metta, becomes all-inclusive. So that means you can extend that practice, you can extend also the consciousness with that quality of metta towards the whole universe. I also say that uh, sometimes also, like e- eventually when you are uh, using other subjects of meditation, then if you get too tight with your meditation, then you can switch to the practice of metta and then it will be very useful. Then you, you, you relax a little bit. Because of these uh, advantages of uh, uh, the, the whole spectrum of uh, variety with the objects. So now, if you like, we can practice. We can do a little bit of that meditation. Then as to when, when we shall do that. So whenever we feel like practicing the metta, then we can start by making ourselves comfortable. We have to remember also that the meta is a feeling, it's not only a word. So we can remember someone who loved us, we can remember being loved by a parent when we are a child, or by a friend when we grow up. Whichever memory brings you that feeling of being cared of, then somehow you can be the caring person in regard to yourself. You can be your own mother, your own father. So you care for yourself as much as you would care for another children. Some people like to repeat words, so it's up to you, but the feeling behind the words are also very important. May I be happy? May I be well without suffering? May I feel secure? May I be without worries. May I relax. I am my friend. Everybody, all beings are my friends. when you are comfortable enough then you can remember a specific person that you you really care for, that you respect, that you love, anybody Can see his face or her face, and you can wish them also the same things of being happy, of feeling secure, of being contented without worries, in good health, all the good wishes you will have to a friend or to your parent or to someone you care for. So with that specific person, that specific being in mind, then you focus your attention very gently on that object. So now I am just giving suggestions, you have to continue by yourself and then feel the rhythm that you actually need to develop this type of meditation. But you will see also that uh, just by intensifying the interest and the care that you have for the person, with which you are starting, then the mind can get very concentrated. And also, technically, it could be said that you are reaching samadhi just with one person. You can get so concentrated that you reach a state of absorption. You are in jhana just with one person. Don't calculate so much on how, at which degree of concentration am I, and no, just let it be a natural process. It's just to say that this can happen, but naturally, don't care so much for evaluation. Just love as much as you can, love and care for yourself, for another person person, another being. When it's very clear, then also you can change the order of beings. Someone on your left, someone on your right, in your back, any directions in which you can sense or feel or see with your mind another being. then that becomes the object of your mind. So sometimes also you can alternate, that means if a face is very clear, a person is very clear, you stick to that face or person. Sometimes you can change objects, change directions, and sometimes also you can be very general. That means in one specific direction, you can include all possible beings that your mind can conceive. In regard to the directions, the same principle applies. That means if you are getting very concentrated with only one direction, then you can stick to that and then intensify your meditation. If not, it's the same thing. You can change your direction as you wish. So for today, the whole day, we will be practicing this type of meditation but also we shall not forget to alternate and to care for ourselves. So sometimes the mind is going to become tired, will be getting a little bit tired with the practice of metta, so at that time you can shift your mode of mindfulness. Also, you can alter your practice in regard to when you are sitting, for example, you can practice metta, and then when you are standing or walking out, then you practice the clear comprehension or you just guard the senses. And sometimes, eventually, or sometimes also, you can practice a meditation subject of your own choice. So see how much the different alterations you bring into your practice helps you to strengthen your mind by way of clarity and by way of understanding.